Welcome to this episode of Making Shifts Happen with Dr. Stephanie Stanfield. Are you searching for answers beyond diet and exercise? Join us as Dr. Steph shares insightful tips you can use to feel better right now and valuable information about your health that you may not know. It's all served up with a healthy dose of smiles and laughter along the way. Now, here's Dr. Steph. Hello, it's Dr. Stephanie Stanfield, and welcome to the 85th episode of Making Shifts Happen, where we're going to inspire, inform, and motivate you to succeed with creating your optimal healing and improve your health and wellness. For those of you joining us live here on Blog Talk Radio, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. These podcasts are designed to bring you leading-edge information about a variety of health topics that my team and I are dedicated to bringing you so that this valuable information can help you improve your health and start living an increasingly purposeful life. We are here every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Mountain Time, so plan on joining us each and every week. I have a success quote for today, and I've also asked our special guest for one, but I'll start out the radio show with a quote from Stephen Hawking. It says, however difficult life may seem, there's always something you can do and succeed at it. So our guest today is Kathy Fingerson. Kathy incorporates her marketing degree from the University of Phoenix to educate the community about their wellness options. The company's mission statement is to build the bridge between the community and alternative health. These goals are accomplished through her website directory, multiple social media outlets, community presentations, and trade shows. You can reach Kathy at Healers of the Valley, and Healers of the Valley began as a directory of alternative health providers in 2012. And it's grown to become a cornerstone for those seeking holistic and wellness options through their growing digital presence and their annual alternative health expo held in Grand Junction. I'd like to welcome our guest today, Kathy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, We're a little tiny bit off topic in that we're not providing a lot of health and wellness information, but... I think you've experienced this. A lot of holistic health providers get stressed when it comes to marketing their business. Would you, do you find that to be true? I do. I find that a lot. They're so talented at the energy work that they do, and even though marketing is a required part of their business, they, just, they don't have the time, they don't want to take the time, or it creates a great deal of stress because it's not what they're trained in, and they would rather get back to their patients. <laughs> Absolutely. I know that's true for me, so I'm so glad to have you on the show. Because we're going to talk about some of the things that are common stressors that holistic practitioners have. So let's talk about some of the biggest marketing mistakes alternative health providers make. Well, what I've seen is they use traditional media and it can be you're marketing to a mass amount of people who are not quite the target market for alternative health. 
it's been my experience that the target market is really 25 to 65-year-old women who not only control the purse strings of the family, but they control the, the health choices for the family. So doing traditional marketing through uh, mass newspapers or wide range radio, et cetera, you're spending an awful lot of money and only a small percentage of that is the target market. So one of the things that you can do is uh, with your directory and bridging the gap between the community and alternative health is you can do you educate the public? Do you open avenues for practitioners to have different events? I know we've got a health expo coming up, and we're going to talk about that in greater detail right after our break. But for right now, what do you find um, the market, besides spending money where it's not targeting effectively, what's a solution that you have for that? Well, one of the big solutions is that we are not alternative health providers, and so we can spend 100% of our time researching where that target market is. And we reach them through various social media outlets. For that specific 25 to 65-year-old woman, a lot of them are on Facebook. And so we have our Facebook page with a large following. Uh, We also do community seminars. Um, We use the online directory. I know which trade magazines um, I can advertise in that is going to effectively reach that target. I know which online websites and which digital media to be able to use. I've done the legwork so they don't have to. That was going to actually be my next question. So as a as a practitioner who wants to get the biggest bang for their marketing buck, what what are the kinds of research that need to be done so that I know that I'm spending my my marketing dollars in the best place. Well, you really have to think like your target market. Where are they hanging out at? Where are they interacting? What are the conversations that they're having? What are they doing in their life? What are their dreams and aspirations? What are their problem statements? And how can you tell them about your solution and the benefits that you provide? And so for an alternative health provider, while you're concentrating on this business and you provide amazing energy work, it can be cumbersome to go through and try and answer all of those questions in the midst of taking care of your patients. And for us, because that's all we do, it makes it a lot easier to say, oh, you know what, I found the 25 to 65-year-olds who are raising young families, they're interacting on these specific social pages and they're following these groups and they're going to be uh, interacting in this area with these other groups, et cetera. So it comes down to I know where those target markets at and I can apply it to your business and I can customize a solution that fits your needs. And that sounds like it's a real stress reduction <laughs> um, choice for me because you've done the legwork and this is your area of expertise. I'm so blessed in what I do. I love marketing, but even more, I love alternative health. I love the energy workers. I love telling people about the wellness options that they have so they can find holistic, natural, and organic methods 
of healing from the inside out and break away from uh, the things that cover up symptoms without actually healing it. <laughs> and and we've talked about that on previous radio shows that there's some limitations in conventional medicine that are symptom treatment. And you and I have had, we've known each other for a while, um, and I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. And you and I have had multiple discussions about uh, looking to causes rather than um, just treating symptoms. So I think what's really been wonderful for me is to talk with someone who is proficient, absolutely effective in marketing, who understands both the practitioner and the audience. Would you say that that's what you've tried to do? Uh, yes, and I'm very flattered to hear you say that because I I tell people I, I'm not a healer in this lifetime, but I have been many times before. And so for <laughs> me to to have a chance to be able to tell the consumer, hey, you know, you've been having a lot of problems with your stomach and maybe instead of taking all kinds of medication that's going to destroy your liver down the road, maybe you should talk to somebody about the emotions that you're holding in your stomach and find a way to get rid of that negative energy and find a way to live happily and healthily without a bunch of uh, synthetic medications. Well, you know that I agree wholeheartedly with that. And another thing that creates stress is the time constraint that it takes to do marketing. So how much time is actually needed for someone to market correctly or effectively? Well, I'm not sure that question is worded right, and let me tell you why. For me to market effectively and productively, the time goes down all the time because as I gather a resource, I add it to my toolbox. For somebody who is just starting out with their marketing and they know they have to do all the research, it can be really time-consuming. I mean, there's several databases you want to dive into and say, you know, okay, the 25- to 65-year-old woman, what is she reading? Where is she going? What's her lifestyle? And it can take a, a great deal of time, hours, um, to be able to effectively put together where your target market is. And that's before you even start create, creating graphics or looking at content or great headline um, and putting it all together, putting those pieces together to create something that your target market will actually notice. Well, and you talked about um the conversations that a market has. And I would imagine that you would have to do some research to find out what keywords will attract your consumers' attention, correct? Oh, absolutely. And as technology changes and algorithms change for Facebook, Google, etc., you have to be able to keep up on that as well. And what may have worked well two years ago may be already outdated today. So knowing what the consumer wants, for instance, you could have had a great headline with a compelling uh, story two years ago that would have worked well to get you noticed, whereas today, if you don't have an amazing graphic or preferably a video to catch attention, it can go unnoticed, no matter how great the headline is or the content. And I'm understanding video is more and more a part of marketing, and um, that that can to create stress for some for some 
practitioners who prefer to just um, not be seen and not be heard in that way. What would you recommend to them? In that situation, I usually recommend that we can put something together using um, standalone graphics that you compile, string them along. Basically, you're creating a video where you can do a voiceover. They don't have to be seen. They don't have to be heard. Keep it short and simple. Get your message across um, in a very effective, trending way, and the method of delivery is going to be noticed among your competitors but it can also be used to, um, to, as an educational marketing, and educational marketing is huge right now. What's the difference between educational marketing and other types of marketing? Educational marketing means that you are providing some source of information that the consumer can walk away with after hearing it once. In other words, you are providing some tor- sort of a solution, an awareness, um, something that may be relevant to most of your target market. Um, like, for instance, if you grab a, a, have a headline that, um, or content that's talking about um, are you super stressed, that's relevant to a lot of people. And then you drill down to here's some ways that you can take care of it in little bites that they can absorb quickly because this is a very fast society right now. Um, to show that if you want a solution to that problem, you've come to the right place, and here's the beginning of a relationship to show my core competency. That sounds really easy to do. (laughs) And we're coming up on our break. Got a short commercial break here in the middle of the show. I'm really excited to get back with Kathy right after our break because we're going to talk a little bit about how her business differs from marketing but uh, traditional marketing. But we're also going to talk a little bit more about the wellness expo that she's doing in Grand Junction. And even though this show is going to be evergreen, I would highly recommend that those of you, um, this is 2016, the expo will be in 2017. I know that this expo is going to keep growing. So those of you who listen in 2017 after the expo, just go ahead and get on Kathy's um, website, Healers of the Valley, and you'll find out the information about upcoming expos as well. I've been in Kathy's expos the past two years, and I'm really looking forward to being there in this one this year. So we'll come back with Kathy Fingerson, who markets um, holistic health businesses on her website, Healers of the Valley, in just one minute. Stress is so common in our fast-paced society right now We don't realize how much it depletes us and how much time and energy we spend just trying to get through our day. What if you knew ways to manage your stress and your energy so that you would have more energy at the end of every day? Did you know that with a little help and information on the Calm Moms free report, you can begin relieving your stress? Start feeling more peaceful right away. Get your life back on track and become more efficient with your time and time management. Relieve pain. And this is important for moms and their children. Have fewer doctor visits and suffer less from illness. You can sign up for this Calm Moms free report on www.makingshiftshappen.com forward slash 
calm-moms-free-report. Go to Making Shifts Happen right now and register for this life-changing free report. Remember, this life-enhancing report is absolutely free. And we're back. Our guest today is Kathy Fingerson, and she is talking to us about marketing your holistic health business, relieving the stress of doing all this marketing. And Kathy, what is, how is your marketing business or your business actually different from traditional marketing firms? The biggest difference is my background with alternative health providers and products. I, I understand the service attitude that a lot of alternative health providers come in with. I understand the the discomfort with trying to do some of the advertising. And at the same time, I understand the energy work that they're putting into it. And so we can go through and create uh, advertising and promotions that really talk to the consumer about what that provider or product representative is bringing to the table. Whereas traditional medicine, you may say Reiki, and they're like, okay, that's a word that I can't really pronounce correctly and we'll use it. But unless you really understand what it is, unless you have a passion behind it, it's not going to come across. Right. Yes. <laughs> and being a Reiki master, I see the look of confusion that crosses somebody's face when I say, well, I can teach you Reiki or I can do Reiki with you in a session. So, yes, um, it feels like you're kind of, you've got a triple-pronged approach. First, you need to educate some of the general public on what alternative practices are, not only then um, getting in practitioners who do it. So is this one of the reasons the expo came about is to get more information? And you talked about market um, educational marketing and some things like that. Can you tie that together for me? Absolutely. Um, from the very go when we started the Alternative Health Expo, which, by the way, we had a long discussion on whether or not to use the word alternative in the name of the expo, and I'm so glad that I put my foot down and insisted on it. Now, our motto from the very beginning was to educate, inform, and empower. And that's exactly what we strive to do. We have to educate the consumer so that we provide different information through the vendors and empower the public to make good choices about what their options are. Wow. Okay, so you've had the expo how many years now? Uh, this uh, we coming up in March 25th of 2017. It will be our fourth annual expo, and I am so excited. We're going to be at Two Rivers Convention Center in Grand Junction, and we have vendors that come from around the West. We sell out every year. Um, in fact, 30% of our spaces are already sold. And we'll have 95 vendors total. Um, So we're just super excited. We'll have presentations. um, There's ample parking. um, I even have uh, five different nonprofits that are going to come in and be on site so that the community can learn more. Um, For instance, like Royce Hurst or um, Strive or Habitat for Humanity because we feel so deeply that that community building is a huge part of it. 
Wonderful. It sounds as if the expo is uh, what you call out-of-the-box options. What are some other out-of-the-box options that people can use to promote themselves, especially in this type of a field? Um, doing different types of workshops or seminars can be a great thing, too. You have to really do some research on that as far as a venue that's appropriate. Uh, you don't want to put 50 people in a hall that holds 500. Otherwise, no matter how good the information is, you're going to be echoing all over the place. Um, you want to make sure that the people that you bring in to your seminars, the ones that are showing up, that they understand what you're talking about. You don't want to have a seminar on ascension and have somebody who is very, very new to alternative health come in because they're going to leave with way more questions than what than than the knowledge that you provided them. So uh, some other out-of-the-box options are using social media to your benefit, finding the right target market there, and reaching out and letting them know what you have available. Um, the expo itself is such a great showcase for alternative health because there you can come in and meet with the public one-on-one. -on -one. You can use your display, your uh, marketing information, uh, your body language to really break down those stereotypes. Um, there's just so many great avenues involved. It sounds as if you've really um, honed in. You've mentioned that a couple of times, starting kind of broadly and then honing in and honing in and honing in. And your expo venue even expresses that because you've gone from a smaller place to a much larger place. Um, can you tell me some of the biggest stressors that you faced and how you came overcame them? Um, some of the biggest stressors early on it was um, I honestly giving myself permission to jump into Healers of the Valley full time. Um, I come from a financial background, did financial work, whether it was tax consulting, bookkeeping, loan officer for 20 years, and then that market kind of died off um, and the housing collapsed, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, went into website design with my husband and had a dream about Healers of the Valley and what it could become and the, the white light energy that could be created. And so when I started a website about it, it took me about a year to say, you know what, I give myself permission to go full-time into doing this. I absolutely believe it's my divine path. So overcoming that stress there. And now it's just a matter of am I doing good things for my customers? We are in the middle of a website revamp, which has been going on for a year and a half, and I have no control over that. And I know it's going to be amazing, but it's a stressor waiting for it to be completed. So in the meantime, <laughs> I talk about the expo. <laughs> Technology can be one of our biggest stressors, correct? Yes. <laughs> Even for me. <laughs> and, and it reminds you that you really don't have control. When I come in and turn on my computer, it decides whether or not it's going to run properly or not. <laughs> I mean, I actually had one of my angels come to me, and they were like, hey, you know, we'd like to ask that you kind of stop micromanaging. We got this. It's like, oh, yes, you're right. Okay, I'll back off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, one, another stress buster secret is to kind of go general, let go of the small stuff, and know that on a certain level things are being taken care of without your micromanaging it. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's one of my lessons to learn in this life as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming up on about five minutes left in the show. Is there anything else you'd like to talk with us about for the next couple of minutes? Um, you had mentioned at the very beginning one of your um, success quotes, and I was wondering if I could share one of mine. I would love that. Yes, thank you so much. Um, I came across a quote actually last week, and I thought it was just wonderful. It's from Jim Rowan, uh, who uh, I heard through BNI, which is a networking group, and he said, success is the natural consequence of consistently applying the basic fundamentals. And it made me step back and look at my roots. It's like, you know what? When I first started this before the website revamp, I was very successful at what I was doing. And then I got lost in the loss of control over the like the website, et cetera. And I'm getting back to my roots of, oh, yeah, it was working before. I need to go back and apply the basic fundamentals to make it even more amazing. And then when the website is ready, it's just going to rock and roll all over the place. That's wonderful. Excuse me. Um, so as we're talking about stress for marketers, I would recommend, I mean for healthcare practitioners, I would recommend finding someone like Kathy who has the background, the experience, the knowledge, and speaks the language and understands and has done the research for getting you out there in front of the right audience in front of the right people at the right time. And timing, as with everything else, is just pretty much everything. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. And I love meeting alternative health people. So even if someone wanted to sit down and just have a discussion about, will this work for you or what do we have that might be another option for you, um, I have no problem uh, doing a phone call or traveling to someplace like Glenwood where it's beautiful and uh, meeting new people. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always looking forward to meeting alternative health people. Question that's kind of been floating around, so I'll go ahead and ask it. When your website is um, stellar and comes blindingly light into the scene, it does it have to be local area practitioners, or are you going to be set up to help people who might be able to do distance healing or healing from other locations? Um, absolutely. In fact, our website is set up to go nationwide. And uh, when the revamp is done and the new look is put in place, we are definitely going to be reaching out to Four Corners starting um, and in the West and pushing from there. But we want to bring in so many of our members do remote practice. And so we want to bring in avenues to be able to promote that to our consumer that if you have something going on, there are talented people who don't have to be across from you, across from a table or in your living room, they can still help you, and here's how you can get in contact with them. That's really good to know. So we've been pretty business-focused. What's a tool that you use every day that you would hate to live without? Um, it would absolutely be my, working with my angels. I get up um, every morning early 
just so that I have at least 15 minutes where I can work with my angels, and it's helped me develop a deep relationship with Archangel Raphael and Archangel Raziel, who I'm very closely working with right now, and it sets the tone for my day, and I just love it. That and deep breathing in and out. (laughs) (laughs) And we know the the listeners that listen regularly know that one of the four self-healing skills. We just have a few more seconds. Uh, what do you do for fun in 20 seconds or less? Spend time with my family. My husband is my love of my life, so um, he's the one that keeps me grounded. And whether we go hiking or working out or something, that's what I do for fun. Great. Well, that's all for today's show. I'd like to thank Kathy so much for being here with us and giving me an insight as to what what else is possible. That's all for today's show, and if you haven't done so already, (laughs) just consider leaving a review for us. And Kathy, I'd love to have you back on right before the expo if that'll work. Oh, thank you so much. I would love that. And thank you so much for giving me the chance to speak with you today. I always enjoy it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Shifts Happen with Dr. Stephanie Stanfield. To learn more or to reach out to Dr. Steph, please visit makingshiftshappen.com and join us again next time.